It's cold, isn't it? It's cold. I was out there all day Friday in the cold, Friday night in the cold, Saturday morning in the cold, and it's going to be a balmy 29 or 30 some degrees today. But you know what? That's all right, too. Because on this day, Christmas Day, we're going to talk about the gift that keeps on giving. You know, I remember back in the day when I was a child, and my wife always says that was a long time ago. There was a commercial by Kodak that says the gift that keeps on giving, picture after picture after picture. Amen. And, and, and you know, that became a slogan for a lot of different products throughout the history, at least of my life anyway. However, since the beginning of time, man and woman have encountered struggles. They've encountered disappointment. They've encountered despair. They've encountered failure and sickness. And God always intervened for the benefit of man and woman or humankind. In fact, the very first creation of humanity by God, Adam and Eve, encountered achievement, struggled with sin, struggled with disappointment, struggled with despair, and struggled with failure. In Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve disobeyed God, and it resulted in God intervening for the same humanity he created. God dealt a sentence to man, and God dealt a sentence to woman, who was impacted by the sin. But my brothers and sisters, a significant event in this moment in the annal of Christian history is this was that God dealt a life sentence to the serpent where the sin began. You know the scripture in Genesis chapter 3, verses 14 and, and, and 15. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity or opposition or hostility between you and the woman. And between your offspring or seed and hers, he will crush or strike your head and you will strike his heel. You see, my brothers and sisters, the devil under the cover of the serpent is sentenced to be degraded and accursed by God detested and abhorred by mankind, and to be destroyed and ruined by the great Redeemer, signified by the breaking of his head. So in other words, war is proclaimed by God between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. But God would be the victor. And my brothers and sisters, since that time, there have been continual warfare in the hearts of people. There's warfare between grace and corruption. There is warfare between grace and sin. 
There is continual warfare between the wicked and the godly. There is warfare between light and darkness. And Satan, by his corruption, seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. But grace, grace came to give us life. And not just life, but life more abundantly. You see, on this Christmas morning, it is interesting to me that as fast as Adam and Eve was wounded and had fallen to the power of Satan, that God intervened so quickly. He was not asked, and he wasn't even looked for. In fact, he called out to them, where are you? I find this interesting, listen to me carefully, because why would God have to call out to Adam and Eve? But let me say briefly on this Christmas morning that maybe Adam and Eve's sin broke their fellowship with God. And, and when their fellowship has been broken, then God had to call out to them. And so my brothers and sisters, God, without being looked for or asked, graciously provided a remedy for sin and the revelation of that re remedy to humanity. You see, God graciously revealed our Savior and our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Notice in this scripture is given of Christ, and without this revelation of Christ by God, Adam and Eve and us would be left to die in our misery of sin, without forgiveness, without hope, and without mercy. In other words, God was willing to bless Adam and Eve, even though they fell short of living righteously for him. In other words, they both received God's favor even though they were unworthy. Y'all ought to shout on that right there. Amen? And so, Pastor Wood, because I know we have to be brief today, and I know some of y'all are occupied doing something else in your mind. You would think that there would be at least two or three of us this morning who are glad that God so graciously, graciously provided a remedy from death without someone asking and without someone looking for a enemy. God's grace provided a way out when we deserve to die. Because you know what the Bible says, that the wages of sin is what? There you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. We got some good Bible readers in here. And so, and so it's interesting. Because I don't know about the rest of you, but even though we walked away from the perfect plan that God had made for us, and there was nothing we could do to make it back to him. Even though we let him down, he found us. <laughs> he, I'm going to take my time this morning. God found us even though we let him down. And, 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 and it's interesting because he not only found us, and he not only gave us a second chance, but he gave us another chance. Amen? Because I don't know about you, but I need more than a second chance. Because I need about four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I got a whole lot of chances that I need in this life. And so, but on this Christmas Day morning, I don't know how you feel. I really don't care how you feel. But what I can say about me, because see, my, my Christianity is, is, is personal to me. 
right? And so your Christianity has got to be personal to you. But I don't know about you, but I thank God on this Christmas Day morning for his love. I thank him for his mercy. And I thank him for his grace. So anybody here this morning thank him for his love, his grace, and his mercy? And I'm about finished. And as we look at verse 11 in our text, Jesus, who was with God in Genesis chapter 3, is born into this world. Look at verse 11. You know, he has entered, now entered this world through a woman named Mary. And verse 11 states, today, today, not, not tomorrow, yes, let's say today. Today, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Not last week, not yesterday, but today. That today is important to us. Amen? That day, today is important because yesterday is not today. And it's interesting that there have been so many comments throughout the week. Are we having church today? Today. <laughs> today. It's interesting that there were so many questions of so many thoughts, if you didn't question it out loud, are we going to have church today? Today. Of all days. Today. Today. I remember in the old days that whatever day Christmas fell on is the day they had church. That was in the old days. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If it was on Tuesday, you had church Tuesday morning. If it was on Friday, guess what? You had church on Friday morning. But today, today, my brothers and sisters, today, today, the greatest gift to humanity, as spoken in Genesis chapter 3, is born today into this world. And our Savior is born on this day. Our Redeemer is born on this day. Our Messiah is born on this day. On this day, Christ is born. And the greatest part of him being born in the flesh, or the most important thing about him born, being born in the flesh, is Satan bruising his heel. And I'm glad that's all Satan could touch was bruised his heel. And he broke the head of Satan. Because how many of y'all know, and Isaiah tells us, because he, that being Christ, was wounded for our transgressions. And he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of his what? Of his peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And I don't know about you, but after the fulfillment of this prophecy... We can sing with a glorious voice. O oh, death, where is thy sting? Where grave thy victory? O oh, keys of hell, why change? You hands at Calvary. Low on that hill, God's wrath was placed. Our sins erased, 
and death made nil. Oh, that's shouting right there. I, I, that's shouting right there. That, that's a shouting moment right there on Calvary. And I don't know about you right now, but on this Christmas morning, you may have cooking on your mind. You may have opening gifts on your mind. You may have giving gifts on your mind. But before you exit the doors of this sacred, sacred place this morning, you ought to thank God for Jesus being born on this Christmas morning. You ought to thank God for your Messiah being born on this morning. Jesus says in John 10, 28 through 29, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one, no one can snatch you or I out of the Father's hands. And I don't know about you, but that's something to be proud about and something to be shouting about and praising God for on today, Christmas Day. And so scripture tells us, and I'm about ready to sit down, that every good and perfect gift comes from who? God. God. Every good and perfect gift comes from God, who does not change like shifting shadows. And I don't know about you, but because God keeps on blessing me and because God keeps on blessing you, I, that he, are, he is worthy of being praised. There's a song that says, because he keeps on blessing me, huh? Over and over and over again, right? He woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. He is the gift that keeps on giving any witnesses here this morning willing to testify that every good and perfect gift comes from God? Are you willing to testify that grace is a free gift from God? Are you willing to testify that grace keeps on giving? In trouble, grace keep, gives me peace. Sick, grace gives me healing. Weak, grace gives me strength. Not worthy, but grace. Failure, but grace. Disappointment, but grace. Bad decisions, but grace. Hopeless, but grace. Sin, but grace. Thinking about everything but Christ on the day, but grace. Thinking about gifts instead of Christ, but grace. Thinking about running down the street and trying to get your grandchildren, but grace. Grace keeps on keeping me. Grace. It keeps on giving. And it is the greatest gift that's ever been given to mankind. It's grace. And it comes through the likeness of our Savior and our Messiah, Jesus Christ. But I don't know about you, but we can't stop right there. Because we know that Jesus is full of grace and truth. Then Jesus is a gift and our relationship with him is a gift because we always say here on Sunday mornings whenever we close out and start asking those who believe the greatest gift that was even given because we know that for God so loved the world <laughs> that he gave his one and only son 
that whosoever believeth in him should not what? Perish, but have what? Come on, but have what? Now, but have what? Yeah, you ought to stand on your feet right there. Everlasting life means that whatever God has done for you, he will keep doing it over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's the gift that stop giving. Oh, there's a song that says, your grace and mercy bought me through. Huh? Anybody know that song, right? I'm living this moment because of you. Huh? I want to thank you. And I don't want to just thank you, but I want to praise you. We got any praises in the house? Huh? Because your grace and your mercy brought me through. And not only will it bring you through yesterday and today, it will take you through tomorrow and your future. Amen? Let's stand on your feet and give God some glory in this house. I don't know about you, but I feel mighty good right now. I feel mighty good. I feel mighty good. God, 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 I don't care whether I got anything. I already got the gift that I need. I already have the gift that I need.